This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. The funeral is about to begin, sir. We have such sights to show you. I got to warn you. You're doomed to stay. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? I want to play a game. <laughs> Children of the night. What music they make. The box. You opened it. We came. Groovy. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers Podcast. My name is Isaiah, joined as always by Mark, Sean, and Ted. How are you guys doing this weekend? Freaking great, man. Doing Do- all right. Yeah, what they said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doing good, not bad. I guess. You guess? You don't guess. quite know for sure? You know me. I don't know anything. <laughs> oh, Share yourself up there, buddy. <laughs> That's all right, Ted. I'm on to you. I know that you just play dumb. <laughs> I know. I know you're secretly uh, a, an evil genius mastermind. Shh, right, it's a secret. Shut <laughs> up. Don't tell everybody. Uh, that's that's great to hear. I'm. Glad to hear you guys are doing pretty good. Uh, we are continuing our talk t- tonight about kind of different uh, things like collectibles, movies, and whatnot. We're, we're actually going to be focusing on collectibles tonight. Uh, last week we did comic books, and the week before we did movies. Uh, so we'll be talking about that tonight. I'm, I'm looking forward to this because I love collecting, especially especially like figures and stuff for you know horror figures, so that's kind of... I've got a lot of them, so there's. Uh, I, I I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to say I'm like I'm an expert on it, but I, I do love talking about figures and stuff because I, I think they're a great thing to collect. But I mean, on top of that, you've got masks. Uh, you know, like for say like Jason masks, they you can find those everywhere, even replica props for movies and stuff. So there, there's a lot of stuff you can collect as a horror fan, and so we're going to talk about some of that tonight. Uh, but before we get into all that, what have you guys been up to this week? Well, I watched yesterday. I watched, struggled to watch freaking Friday movies, but anyway, <laughs> I got to see three of them, so it's better than nothing, I guess. Yeah. But I also started my Thanksgiving sitcom watching, so because I'm corny like that, but I like to do it every <laughs> year. So <laughs> I watch Mary with Children and watch Al Bundy fight for his pie. <laughs> That's one of my favorite episodes. That's a great episode. And Boy Meets World and just some other random We're going to give this pie to the Lord. Why him? He can have pie whenever he wants. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> give me a sign. Give me a sign. Or maybe the sign is there's no sign at all. Okay. That's the sign. No sign at all. <laughs> I love that they do the play-by-play during the credits with, yeah. <laughs> with, with, with everybody. <laughs> James Brown and and Howie and yeah, Howie Terry Long. Bradshaw. Terry yeah. Bradshaw. <laughs> and they get into a big fight themselves. <laughs> yeah, it's a good episode. Oh, I like watching is. that stuff. It gets me kind of, <laughs> you know, not completely, but it just helps me get in the mood a little bit for Thanksgiving. So. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Kelly trying to make the turkey fly. <laughs> fly <laughs> Hank. Fly. Well, she called him Hank, right? Yeah, or... it was Hank. I meant fly up, Hank. <laughs> 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 that little boy. 
It's not fair. I wanted to kill him. I didn't even w- get the chop off his head. WKRP in Cincinnati did an episode where the city, this comp- or the radio station decides to release like a hundred turkeys from an airplane. <laughs> so all of a sudden, all over Cincinnati, you got all these dead birds dropping all over the city. <laughs> and Les Lesman comes in. He's like, the horror, the horror. <laughs> Great episode. Anyway. God, that's some good stuff. Well, Mark, Ted, what have you guys been up to this week? Um, Yesterday, um, we're recording on Saturday the 14th, which is weird. Normally, we record on Sunday. So yesterday was Friday the 13th. Um, I'm in the same boat as Sean. I had to work that night, so I only got to watch two movies. But we continued our... We are watching them chronologically because Jennifer hadn't watched them before. We watched uh, five and six. And just to update you, because I know you were curious she she had the probably the one of the most appropriate uh responses to five that you'd expect from somebody that actually likes horror movies and um and doesn't want to hate on it she said it was really dumb but i liked it (laughs) (laughs) she's starting to get into it now she's seen several of them so it's hard to completely not like it (laughs) oh and man she dug six she really liked it because like a lot of times she'll like do her diamond painting while we watch and on watching friday six is one of the times i saw her pay more attention to the movie than what she was doing which was really cool that's cool yeah, and she said she's not sure which one she likes better over the first one in part six, which is, is she's got good taste, so I can't really complain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't been watching. We, we've been watching some things here and there, not a whole lot horror related. We went to watch Freaky tonight. And oh, that was that. Uh, I'd wait for it. I'd wait for it on Hulu. Um, I knew that you oh, a bummer. Just a big cock tease. Um, it's, it's, it's just way too chick flicky. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um it is okay. I mean Vince Vaughn doing the the basically the whole thing that Rob Snyder did when it turned it into a chick. It was funny. He was really funny. But the movie for me fell flat. Um the kills were a little uninventive, but I mean if if you you can kind of tell from the trailer what kind of movies it's going to be, but it goes that way pretty hard. Um, I'd give it personally. I'd give it a two out of five. Um, yeah, I thought the hint like the trailer looked good, but I was like, "There's hints of shit there that just makes me not trust it." <laughs> That's how I thought about the trailer. Yeah. Well, it was made by the people that made Happy Death Day, and Happy Death Day Two for me wasn't that good. Um, the first one was great. It was phenomenal. Yeah, I love the first one. The second one I liked. I just it did, wasn't a horror flick, so it was a completely different movie. So, yeah. yeah, which is why it disappointed me. It's not that I didn't like it; it just disappointed me. I was looking for more of part one, but I'm still anxious for their third take on it. So. I didn't know they were making a third one. They had talked about it. Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but they had said that they had a story for a third one. That's cool. I definitely I love the the story, the new twist on like the Groundhog Day type thing. Um, the actress is great. I like her a lot. 
Um, but other than that, I've been playing more games than anything. I've started playing uh, Alien Isolation, mm-hmm. going through that. Never played it before. It's pretty scary. It's pretty hard. That alien is a fucking dick. Stress addiction, man. He's so fucking annoying. Especially when you like you spend all this time because it's a stealth based game. You spend all this time sneaking around, and you feel like you're doing really good, and then you die, and then everything that you did really isn't a whole lot, but it took you a long time because you're sneaking, and you have to go back and do it do it again. It's really fucking annoying. Like I'm <laughs> sitting there. You get so paranoid too because you just hear noises and it might uh-huh. not even be the alien. You're just like, what the it's hell? usually the fucking soundtrack. It's so yeah. fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. what everybody I know that's play the game says. Like the alien is just so difficult to be stealthy. You know? It's well, it yeah. Challenge. Like last time I died, I was hiding in a locker, and you got to do a thing where you got to lean back away from the grate and hold your breath and you got to hold your breath and i was doing that and the alien was sniffing it like she was looking or she was looking for me and then she left like i heard her walk away so i let go and i started breathing again because if you hold your breath you start losing health and i let go and as soon as i did that she snapped back and fucking killed me (laughs) (laughs) you fucking bitch have you been (laughs) have you been killed in the vents yet no, but I know it could happen because when you're climbing yeah. in the vents, you see there's like vertical vents that you can't go up, and you know yeah. well, that's, that's where she's going. to I remember out. I was hiding in a vent, and one one time I was playing, and I thought I was safe, and then I just heard something. I turned around, and it was right behind me and killed me. I was like, "Oh, you stinking piece of crap!" Oh man, it just it, it gives you a freaking heart attack every time it happens because it's jump scares too, and you're just ah, and I'm yeah. Like, Oh yeah, and the, the so far the story's really cool. I like it. Yeah, it's a good game. And yeah, it's a good story. It's it's difficult, and that's why I never tried it on hard mode. I don't think I did. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it on hard. Man, I was looking because I'm playing it on Game Pass on PC. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was looking at the uh, whatever the the Xbox version of achievements are. Or they're 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 achievements, not trophies. And one of them was to play through the whole game without dying one time. Oh, gosh, oh Jesus. Hard. Man, imagine if you got all the way to, like, the last act and you fucking died and you had to start the whole fucking game over. <laughs> that would be terrible. I would I'd just say, nope, I'm done. <laughs> I'd delete the game and never play it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that that's pretty much been my week, just playing... Other than the same old games, playing Alien and watching some random movies. Uh, she's getting into the Christmas theme, so we're gonna probably gonna start watching Christmas movies. There's that new one. I don't know if you guys saw called uh, Santa Jaws. We, we yes. got, that, uh, we got yes. that one on our list. We're gonna be watching that one real soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna check it out too, man. It intrigued my interest with his Santa hat on his fin. <laughs> yeah that looks interesting um i that was was that an um just announced recently because i remember seeing something about it or just something was i I think there was an article somewhere about it it just came out recently didn't it yeah i think so man it was only a couple weeks ago i heard about it anyway so i assumed it had just come out yeah, I just briefly heard about it, but it definitely caught my interest because I love finding new like Christmas horror movies. So, 
I'm always yeah, looking for something new. Yeah, and cheesy B-horror movies are great. Especially when they have to do with, like, a shark or a crocodile or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Very, very interesting. Well, what about you, Ted? What have you been up to this week? <clears throat> well, I uh, watched Bill and Ted face the music. I got the Blu-ray and rewatched that. Love the movie. It's just, it's like, it's so, it gets better every time you watch it. Cause I bought it digitally when it came out in August, just so I could finally, you know, see it since none of the theaters around me were showing it. And the Blu ray finally came out and I had it on pre order and just watched it again. I love it. Um, I watched Amazon Women on the Moon, which is a great comedy. I love Thank that movie. You. I had Friday off, so, but I had my nephew's birthday, so. I watched so Thursday night. I watched the first two Friday movies, and then I woke up pretty early. I woke up like at six something, and then I just started going through the rest of the franchise. Uh, I got through, I got through uh, parts three through seven, and then I only had like thirty minutes of part eight left when I had to go. Okay. And then when I came back home that night, I just I finished part eight, and then I watched Final Friday, and then. Uh, uh, Freddy versus Jason, and then today when I woke up, I just finished the set with Jason X, and then the remake. First time I sat down and watched the remake since the theaters, and I'm still not a fan of it. I love Derek Mears; he's awesome. But and I, yeah, and I've I actually, watched it a few times. I'm with you. I know. Yeah, that, and Trent. That's where this group splits. <laughs> and, and Trent, I, I've I've grown because I hated that character, but I've grown to like like him because he's so stinking over the top that. <laughs> I can't help but just laugh at him, especially when he dies. <laughs> but um, yeah, so you know that's practically all I've done this week is just watch those movies. So yeah, yeah, it's a good way to spend your week. Yeah, it's not a bad mm-hmm. way to spend it at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I haven't done much of anything. I haven't watched anything. I've played a little bit of like destiny because they had some new stuff come out for that game but on that i've i haven't really done much of anything i've been watching a lot of youtube but yeah i mean other than work i've been coming home and just kind of laying low so it's been a it's been a week <laughs> yeah that's for sure but uh yeah uh, not a whole lot going on though otherwise but it is what it is. <laughs> but uh, just to kind of move along from there, uh, we do have a little bit of news to kind of talk about here. So with it being Friday the 13th this month, um, actually yesterday from where we're recording, you'll be seeing, you'll be hearing this next week um, on Monday. But for Friday the 13th, Womp Stomp Films actually released a supercut of their Never Hike of Never Hike Alone series. So what they did is they took the Disappear music video, Never Hike in the Snow, and Never Hike Alone and created an 82-minute basically cut uh, one full movie um, with all those. And they also included some new scenes and some voiceovers from some special guests uh, from the Friday the 13th series. Um, some of the people that they got to actually take part and provide these voiceovers for different like news reporters and other things were uh, Cindy Kania, who was Annette from Jason Lives. Uh, Adam Marcus also plays a news reporter. 
Ron Sloan, who was junior in Part 5, is a news reporter, and Deborah Voorhees, also from Part 5, is another news reporter. And then on top of that, you also had, of, of course, Tom Matthews, uh, Vinny Guastafaro, um, reprising their roles as well and providing more, uh, and I'm sure it's probably more footage and stuff with them. So, uh, And then also to kind of round off some of the, the special guests in this basically supercut, uh, they also have Tracy Savage in it. So very interesting. Uh, they release that on Friday the 13th, so it's up on their YouTube channel, so it's, it's free and available to watch. Uh, but, yeah, it, it clocks in now at 82 minutes. For That's all cool, man. I kind of want to check that out because I kind of thought the first one, for me, the first one was a little too long. I still haven't checked this one, newest one out, but I heard it, everyone says it felt so short. Mm-hmm. So maybe this supercut is like the perfect way for it to all blend together. Yeah. Yeah, I, I started watching a little bit of it today when I heard about it because I didn't, I didn't even know about this until, until today. So um, I, I started watching a little bit and it, it caught my interest. So I'm, I'm I'm probably going to end up watching it after we record here because uh, I kind of want to check it out just because I need to kind of relax. Um, and I think that would be a perfect way, especially because I haven't watched any Friday the 13th movies uh, this week, even though I was planning on binge watching them, but that just didn't happen. So um, I'm thinking I'm probably going to end up checking this out because it, it definitely catch, catches my interest for it. And it, they, they on top of it being released because of it being Friday the 13th, but it's also you know, just to kind of celebrate them moving on into 2021 and getting ready to uh, get back at it again with Never Hike Again, which is the next episode in their uh, web series for Never Hike Alone. So um, it, it's it's going to be good. Uh, I, I loved Never Hike in the Snow. I loved Never Hike Alone. So I'm, I'm very excited to check this out and see what kind of what they did with it. <clears throat> Any other thoughts on that? Um. Yeah, I'm interested in watching it. Um, that uh, music video they did, I haven't watched that yet. Okay. I, I just recently heard about that, and I'll probably watch that first, just because I'm curious to see what it is. And Actually, I, from they kind of start out with it. I, I think that's what start, starts it out, because they started out is with it. Is it like the whole thing? Because if it's a super cut... I think and it's the it's whole like, thing, um, but I, 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 I didn't watch a whole lot of it. I just kind of well, watched like the first minute or so. If it's only like 82 minutes, because the original movie was 50 minutes, yep. The Never Hike Alone, and The Never Hike in the Snow was like 30-something minutes. That right there is 80 minutes. It was uh, so. 20, 25 minutes for, for Never Hike in the Snow. That That's not including credits. Okay. All right. All right. So give or take five minutes for yeah. a video. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I de- I'm definitely too. Yeah, and the new footage. Well, I definitely want to support them because, you know, I still think, uh, <clears throat> even though I don't completely agree as a fan with everything he agrees with as a fan, I think Vista DeSani is a great uh, a great filmmaker and yeah. deserves the support, so I'll definitely yeah. watch it. Definitely. But uh, kind of move from there, also kind of in the vein of Friday the 13th still, uh, Waxwork Records is actually finally bringing Jason Takes Manhattan to vinyl for the first time. So this is going to be um, a two LP release. Uh, this is all the music, obviously composed by Fred Mullen, who took over for um, Harry Manfredini, who did not do the music for Part Eight. Which you know, uh, the music as a whole with Part Eight for like the 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 score, 
wasn't as memorable as Harry Manfredini's. It was still good, I think. Uh, but uh, so they they're releasing that finally, and it's going to be two LPs. They're going to be colored vinyl. It's the the artwork for the vinyl looks great uh, for the cover and whatnot. It's got the like the the front cover is specifically the the shot of Jason after he breaks through the the glass, you know, the window in uh, on the boat to try mm-hmm. to grab at uh, Rennie and whatnot. So that's kind of the 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 front cover, and that was all artistically done. So it was like drawn or, or something like that, but it looks really cool. And then. One of the vinyls actually in the middle has the I Heart New York logo that they were originally using for the, the posters before they shot that down and obviously changed it to the, the poster that we know now for Jason Takes Manhattan. So that that's really cool that they're including that on, on the vinyl itself. And then the thing that sold me on this is they're also including some of the actual music in the movie. So... They have the darkest side of the night, so that kind of sold me on it. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Yep, that's I'm- cool, man." They always do great vinyl stuff. I've never bought any of it, but it always—I mean, <clears throat> it makes me want to spend money on it. They always do, oh yeah, looking stuff, and it sounds like they do a great job. Mm-hmm. The darkest side of the night burns <laughs> like a fire for your wasted life. Yeah, waxwork does all kinds. Of, I like the what they did with the the artwork for part three. It was really cool. Yeah, um, I I love they did like I I think it was a the part one they did like an anniversary where the vinyl was filled with blood like fake blood. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think it might have been a different movie, but I could have swore it was Friday part one. But everything they do is really cool and out of the box. The way they can print these vinyls with like graphics and colors mm-hmm. on them um yeah if you're into lps it's definitely worth it especially considering things like this don't get regular releases it's only on niche like collectors type things. Yep. yeah yeah and kind of looking at the at the vinyls themselves because the one of the vinyls the one that has the iheart new york uh that vinyl is colored like the toxic waste and everything which looks really cool so it's got like the yellows and the greens That's and awesome. and whatnot the other one um is like a a pink and purple kind of colored one, and it's got Jason's face in the middle of it, unmasked after he gets splashed with the toxic waste. So that's kind of gross. I mean, I still don't like that look of Jason, but I mean, it still looks cool. You mean turd face Jason? Yes, turd face Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, oh, that weird noise he makes when he splashes through. Yeah, I think that looks like an animatronic head. It has it, to be whenever that happens does. in the movie. It's so weird looking. <laughs> it does. Like, look it doesn't like even that. move like a normal person. It's like yeah, it's like the head's malfunctioning. It's just right. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So yeah, I mean, it looks really, really cool. And then also, you know, just the fact that they sourced the original master tapes from Paramount's vaults to to get this. And then restored and remastered it. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's coming right from the source, and it's not like a reproduction of something that's already been released. It's it's coming right from the originals, which is really really cool. So that is uh, shipping out later this month, and it's uh, available for pre order right now for about forty bucks, uh, and that's on Waxwork Records website, so you can find it there. So very very cool. I'm highly thinking about highly considering picking this up. So. I'm super excited. I I don't know what it is because like in the last few years I've started to get into vinyl and 
<laughs> I don't know why, because I like I, I remember as a kid having vinyls, and I I remember having the Star Wars vinyl uh, for uh, A New Hope, and I still wish I had that sucker because that sucker was like my first record, and it's so good. That's awesome, but I still have the forty five that I had when I was a kid. That's got the Pink Panther theme and some other shit. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I used to play on my Fisher Price plastic record player. <laughs> <That> shit <laughs> <There you> worked. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good stuff. Uh, now some news that kind of came out of left field here. Uh, Slasher is coming back for a fourth season. Fuck yes. So uh, I was not expecting it to come back, especially after the third season that Netflix did. Uh, yeah, it was terrible. It it was it was pretty <laughs> bad, but. It's being redeemed because it's no longer at Netflix. It's being done by Shudder. So Shudder is taking over uh, to produce the fourth season. It's going to be called Slasher Flesh and Blood. So this season is going to follow a wealthy but dysfunctional family gathering for a reunion on a secluded island. Uh, Old wounds and competitive rivalries flare up when the family realizes a mass killer is on the island, intent on cruelly picking them off one by one. The other news to go along with that, not only is that coming back for a fourth season on Shudder, which I think Shudder's going to do an amazing job with it because they've done an amazing job on basically everything original that they've done. Um, but David, David Cronenberg is joining the cast for the fourth season. So that's uh, it's interesting. Huh. That is interesting. So, uh, yeah, so they, they, they are currently in production on that right now, and it's uh, set to premiere next year. So that's going to be... I, I like Shudder, or, uh, not Shudder, but Slasher as a series. But yeah, the third season kind of really did not do <laughs> well. It it, just, it was pretty bad. I mean, it had its moments, but overall, the the whole season was kind of trash. So I'm 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 excited that Netflix is no longer involved and it's going to it's an actual horror company to do it. You know, instead of somebody net like Netflix, because Netflix does some good stuff, but. Uh, their horror stuff is very hit and miss, in my opinion. So I agree with that. So I'm very excited for that. But so 2021, that's coming. Uh, just kind of go along uh, to move on from there. Another series that's in production or pre-production right now is Miskatonic U, The Resonator, and this is being done by Full Moon. So Charles Band is uh, creating the series with writer director William Butler. From Madhouse, Furnace, De- Demonic Toys 2, etc. So uh, this is this one I'm kind of excited for. Like I've said in multiple episodes of the podcast, I'm a huge Lovecraft fan. And so for them to go back to more Lovecraft kind of stuff and whatnot, I, I'm, I'm super pumped about that. So um, basically this series is going to po- follow six gifted students as they navigate life after one of them by the name of Crawford uh, Tillinghast builds a machine known as the resonator. The machine allows one to experience multiple dimensions while navigating the unsavory beasts that dwell within them. But things start to get complicated when he realizes that the prototype of his creation, not only released murderous and deadly creatures into his world, but has also affected his own reality. So kind of a cool concept there. Uh, Interested to see what full moon does with that. And then the puppet master shows up, and then we have, <laughs> <laughs> and then the demonic toys and mm. castle freak and Charles Band's got to sell those figures, guys. <laughs> 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 uh, 
You said this was going to be a series, though, right? Yeah, that's what the they they said it's going to be a series. So, like, what? Just full moon streaming, or it? It doesn't really say. They didn't really give a whole lot of information. That was just kind of what. Um, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't get too excited because Raven Wolf Towers was a series that mm-hmm. Charles Band was doing, and they didn't get past the third episode before it uh, just stopped. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> yeah. And then he took those three episodes and edited it together as a movie. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm using quotation air quotations here. Okay, so it's it's now a movie with no ending because it just ends, and I'm just like that was a waste. And I <laughs> thank do, goodness I, I didn't. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh my fault. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, he kind of did the same thing with Trophy Heads, which I actually like, but they released that as episodes first, and then came out with yeah it, that so was that was the movie that. first that he split up as episodes and then you know they released it on disc they did it the other way as, as the yeah as the full movie they did the same thing with mm. puppet master um access to why this is end up being the same kind of thing that that helps so because i don't want it to be like raven wolf towers which was kind of interesting yeah but then you know it just ended and yeah, nothing's exactly. been done years since, and probably nothing will ever be done. Uh, that's a bummer. <laughs> so that was a waste. <laughs> yeah, because uh, reading a little bit further here, it says uh, it's supposed to be going into production in Los Angeles in early December. So, um, yeah, so it hasn't started filming yet. They, they, they've got pre-production done, and it's supposed to be starting here shortly. So, um, yeah, I mean, it'll. I guess it'll be interesting to see what happens with it, <laughs> if nothing yeah. else. I mean, I, I'm hoping. I love, I love Full Moon, out. but I don't trust them when it comes to episodic <laughs> series at this point. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even know about that. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. good to kind of uh, pump the brakes there a little bit and not have my expectations so high. Yeah, like with Raven Wolf Towers, I mean, what the whole plan for that was we're going to release a new episode only on a, the, the day of the full moon, of an actual full moon. Oh, and I'm just I, and I'm just like, come on, man, just release. And now I think I know why because they had three episodes filled until I don't know if they ran out of money or what. <laughs> then he released each episode separately on DVD, so it's like thirty minutes on these discs. And then he took those, you know. Then I said, like I said, he took those three episodes and just combined them to make a movie. Mm-hmm. And and <laughs> maybe yeah. it's every every blood moon. Maybe we got it right. <laughs> there. You go. Well, well that's still a lie because we haven't got an episode for you. <laughs> <laughs> I tried Charles oh, yeah. Band. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love you, Charlie. I'm just apprehensive about you finishing an actual show. Movie, yeah. I have no problem with, but a show, we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> I hope it's like what Sean said, like Trophy Heads, where they filmed it as a movie and then they just split it up and then they'll release it as a movie still. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, uh, on to the last two pieces of news I have here tonight. So first off, uh, Vinegar Syndrome obviously is gearing up for their annual Black Friday sale, which I know we are very excited for. Uh, That's always going to be a fun time trying to get in there and buy as much as you can before it is sold out. So that's that's always fun. But to kind of get things ready for the 2021 uh, releases and whatnot and kind of push for those subscriptions, which 
I know I'm going to be a subscriber for next year. I know, I know Ted is too. Yep. Um, so uh, Vinegar Syndrome's Br- uh, Brad Henderson took to Twitter and <clears throat> to tease kind of for the company's releases for 2021. Uh, so they include some Lovecraft, some Nazis, some actions, and a slasher flick. So to kind of start things off, uh, they're going to be next year releasing Cthulhu Mansion from 1992. That is about an aging mag- magician harboring a terrible occult secret. God, I can't talk. A terrible occult secret, and his uh, daughter are t- <laughs> his daughter is taken hostage in their isolated mansion by teenage scumbags needing a place to hide out. When the captors refuse to listen to the magician's dire warning to release the, him un, unharmed, the mansion slowly releases its nightmares of horrors on the unsuspecting invaders. So uh, I I don't think I've heard of Cthulhu Mansion, so I don't know what to yeah, expect from that. So, um, but I mean, it's Lovecraft related, so I'm I'm excited for it. Uh, next, just, just a mansion where the Cthulhu vacation is their vacation home. Come on. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so besides that one. Uh, they he also teased Devil Story from 1986. It's a zombie wearing a Nazi SS uniform, and they terrorize the French countryside. So it's going to be a French uh, movie, I'm guessing, uh, with zombies. Nothing like and those French zombie Nazi flicks. Wee wee, not in my car. <laughs> right. Um, after that, we got Death Promise from 1977. Apartment dwell an apartment dweller goes on a search and destroy mission to kill the ruthless landlords who murdered his father. And then finally, uh, closing it off uh, for the four that they're uh, teasing is Shallow Grave from 1987. Passing through a small Georgia town on the way to Florida, four young college girls witness the local sheriff mar- murder a woman. Uh, they try to escape uh, before he murders them too. So. Uh, those are kind of the four that they tease for next year. So it uh, looks like some promise for, for next year, like always. And I, I'm always excited for Vinegar Syndrome. I, they always do a great job with basically every release that they do. So Yes, they do. So Beastmaster, baby. Exactly. I'm looking forward to that. That and Fade to Black. Yep, Fade to Black. Miracles. Miracles do happen. <laughs> That's for sure. Never and, thought that movie would get a release. No, <laughs> nope, definitely kind of like I kind of like purposely forgot about that movie because it's like it's never coming out. So. And up here comes Vinegar Syndrome to the rescue. Save the day like they always do. By the way, I'd like to mention our Indiegogo fund so we can buy all these movies. So if you want to donate for it, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so good. It's the only way I'm getting that subscription. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should start a Patreon. <laughs> just buy movies. Forget the show. We're just buying movies. <laughs> buy movies to review them, them, and we can do the, you know, the watch-alongs. We can do like special episodes of watch-alongs and do our own fan commentary. No, I, I just want the movies. I don't want to. Ah, <laughs> uh, we kid, we kid. But yeah, so Vinegar Syndrome, awesome as always. Uh, very oh, much. Seriously. I know you're probably there, but <laughs> uh, anyways, so the last piece of uh, news that we had for tonight, or at least I had, I, I don't know if you guys have anything after this, but uh, last drive in is doing a Christmas special this year. 
very, very much appropriately titled Joe Bob Saves Christmas. So this is going to be on December 11th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. It's going to be a two-movie double feature. So they haven't had any teases yet for uh, what the movies are going to be. So we'll find out <laughs> Everybody's more. going to guess, and they're all going to be wrong. And I think <laughs> it happens every freaking special, and I read them, and I write them down, and they're never what everyone thinks they are. Yep. <laughs> I have one extra piece of news, and it's also about a Christmas special. Yeah, um, Shutter announced they were doing another creep show special for Christmas. So okay, I don't think this one's anime though. I think it's actual, like an actual creep show episode, an hour long episode coming out December eighteenth, written and directed by Greg Nicotaro. Nice from a short story by J. A. Conrath. It's called Shapeshifters Anonymous. Fearing he's a murderer, an anxious man searches for answers. For his unique condition from an unusual support group. So <laughs> awesome. Sounds pretty cool. So we got some stuff to look forward to for the holiday season, that's for sure. On top of the I mean, obviously there's plenty of Christmas related horror movies to watch, but uh, it's it's always nice when they can especially this year with getting these specials and whatnot. I think they're just more important now than ever. So I'm I'm super pumped uh, for Joe Bob to come back again for to kind of close out the year. So it's gonna be a lot of fun, and then also Creep Show with their Christmas special. That that's gonna be great too. So because Shut like like we've been saying, Shutter's done a great job with everything <clears throat> original that they've put out. So they're the hard channel. They've turned kind of turning into the hard channel we've all always kind of wanted. Yeah, they they really have. They did have a rough start there, but I mean, they yeah, they've been really they were definitely were not perfect to start off. With. Yeah, they had their issues. They've really kind of saved face and done all the right moves to make things better, and then having all these original, especially the original shows. I I, I really like when people can do original stuff besides just trying to get licensed IP and just stuff yeah. we've already seen a million times. I mean, it's nice and refreshing to get stuff that's new. <laughs> as much as I love. Some of the old stuff. It's nice to have new stuff. <laughs> That's for yeah, sure. And it's nice to click on a new movie and then watch one of your old favorites or vice versa. You know? Yep. So. Exactly. All right. Well, we are talking horror collectibles tonight uh, to kind of continue our month-long conversation on kind of different horror mem- memorabilia and stuff that you can get and kind of invest in. Uh, like I was saying in the beginning, collectibles are kind of... I have a lot. I mean, uh, I've I've got everything from figures to pop vinyls to prop replicas to like uh, figures and like stuff from the '80s. I mean, I I've got such a wide variety of stuff. It's not even funny. I've spent so much money on on stuff. There's so much to collect, man. Like you don't even realize it until you maybe go to your first con mm-hmm. and you're like, "Fuck, I didn't even know some of this shit." existed right <laughs> exactly uh just to kind of start things off because uh one of the major things that i've collected especially over the last few years and they've been around for a little while and their their quality has gotten so much better uh as they've kind of gone along is NECA. so NECA is specifically mostly figures and so they usually have like the seven inch figures and for the horror ones, they do a lot of, like, ultimate figures is what they call them, where they come in, like, boxes. And usually in the box, they have, like, a backdrop inside of the box. So it's kind of like a 
a scene from the movie and whatnot. Usually it has like alternate heads and hands for the figure and whatnot. Usually it's got a lot of articulation with the figures. Not that you would really want to take them out of the box. They're definitely more for collectors. But it's nice when you can take them out and display them uh, and, and whatnot. <laughs> That's why I don't too. buy them because I'd have to play with it for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. But for especially if, if you're really wanting to get into collecting and to start out somewhere, I really believe that NECA is a good place to start just because of their price point. Because most of the time when you're looking at a brand new NECA figure that isn't like out of print or anything like that, they're about 27 bucks. Yes, it's it's a little spendy, but honestly, for what you're getting, it's got a lot of high quality to it. Uh, the paint jobs are typically pretty good. Sometimes NECA can get a little lazy, uh, and it shows in some of their releases, but for the most part, 95% of their figures look absolutely amazing. And yeah, so they for do great stuff, man. Yeah. I know the, I think it was, um, maybe it's, I don't, I'm not sure which Freddy is, maybe part two. Mm-hmm. This guy comes with the two dogs with the yep. baby faces and all that. Yep. Awesome figure. And most of the Jason ones, man, they come with every single mask he wears in that particular movie. And is you know they got detail on the face underneath. Yep, and the and the masks are always removable. Back. Yeah, I'm above that the back head Jason one. I have that one. I have that one yeah. in the cloth version, and I love it. Awesome, I love yeah. it so much. Like that's the yeah. one. Some good stuff, dude. Great. I, I was going to mention uh, part of NECA as a, a specific collectible is they came out with a accessory set for their Ultimate Friday Thirteenth Jason Lives. Mm-hmm. Where um, it comes with the uh, Camp Crystal Lake with the crossed out that says Camp Blood sign. And they have a little stand that you can sit Jason on. And it puts the chain around his neck with (laughs) the rock at the bottom. So he looks like he's floating in the water. And I've seen people... take pictures where they have that and they like use it as like a fish tank yeah, ornament it was in my head dude. yeah it <laughs> looks really fucking cool <laughs> yeah i i have that set and it, it is so detailed because that came with the uh the the friday the 13th accessory set so it, it came with that for for jason lives so and it's a weighted rock too i mean it, it's got some heft to it so it, it's perfect for like putting that figure on it and it's got the invisible pole going up that will slip right up his behind his shirt um because the the shirt that they use for the jason lives figure is more of a rubber especially on the back so it's like fits perfectly and then you wrap that chain around there and you can kind of put them wherever i've often thought about getting like an extra set of jason and that and like casting him in resin uh just a make like a whole like lake scene and whatnot. Cause I don't want to put the figure in water just cause that's going to end up ruining it after so long. And that paint's going to go away. But I thought about like casting him in resin to make it look like he was actually in the lake and whatnot. So I, I've thought about stuff like that, but the, it like that set also came with like the camp crystal lake sign that you can, that's shown in obviously part one. So it, it can hang there. It's got the lights and everything. And then it's also got the dock from part three. Um, that you can pose a Jason on. So it, it's got a lot of cool stuff. So like those accessory sets are really nice too. Cause they had a, a nightmare on Elm street one too, where it had like the, the Freddy TV, uh, the, and it was specifically for, I think more dream warriors. Cause they had, uh, the, uh, Freddy worm thing from part three. Oh, and 
Yeah, uh-huh. so they, they had some different things for, for that, too. But not only figures, NECA also uh, has done, like, the Jason masks. So they've done the Part 3 mask, the Part 4 mask, the Part 5 mask, and Jason X, pre-Uber Jason, and then also the uh, remake Jason mask, which is the first mask I bought from them. I found it at a convention, and this was after they stopped selling it. So I got lucky when I found it, so I picked that sucker up as soon as I possibly could because I, I ended up getting that and having Derek Mir sign that. So that's one of the things I have sitting up on you know my bookshelf and whatnot. And so, and th- those masks, uh, like the 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 part three, four, and five masks, you can usually find at like a Target or or a Walmart or something like that. They usually ra- range between like twenty five to thirty bucks. So it's not a bad way, especially if, if you want to own like a Jason mask. If you're not looking to actually wear it, because I wouldn't suggest wearing these ones because they're a resin. They're not like a plastic. So if you drop it, the fucker's gonna break. Yeah. So um, these are definitely more for display. So if, you, if you're looking to collect it and even just keep it in the packaging and just have it, I, I, I highly suggest picking those up. Because, I mean, you could definitely get, honestly, if, if you really want to collect and you're going to get serious about it, you're going to want to look at, like, private, uh, like, sellers that are, like, make their own masks and whatnot. Because that's really kind of the way that you're going to want to go if you're wanting something yeah, more screen accurate. that's what I was going to say. Yeah, the, the neck is great because it's affordable and it and it looks okay. But if you want a good-looking mask, you're going to pay a lot more than 25 or 30 bucks. Yeah, you're looking low-end about 120 to 150 At least 100 bucks. yeah. Yeah. And but it's if if you want a nice display piece like it's like uh, you're buying a Christmas gift for somebody that's a huge, say, like Friday the 13th part four fan mm-hmm. and you dish out a hundred or more dollars on this mask that is, you know, you'd have to be an expert to, to tell that this isn't a hundred percent screen accurate. Right. It, just looking at it, man, you're going to make that person's Christmas because that is such a good-looking mask. And there's so many on Netflix. I have a Part 4 and a Part 7 that I bought on Facebook from uh, F13 Hawks by Jarvis. Okay, yep. Um, he, he does amazing uh, work. There's uh, Topher Westcott has uh, a new kind of fear customs. And he does, not only does he do the, the replicas, he also does like retro versions of all the ones that he has. So if you want like a purple and blue retro part seven, he makes them and they're really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, he's actually really cool himself because he'll do the like the actual paint style. Like he'll do like a part three paint style and put it on like an Xbox or a PS3 controller or PS4 controller. Oh, that's and awesome. Yeah, he does really cool work, and you know you can send him your own controller to save money, or you can pay more, and he'll just do it all and send it to you. Um, but yeah, there's so many. I mean, there's groups. Uh, look into Facebook groups. There's even groups that you can get into that warn you about shitty artists and people that'll try to scam you out of your money. Yeah, that's a good good thing to look into as well because there are a lot of. A lot of crappy people out there. <laughs> oh yeah, you got to be careful on the online. Yeah, for sure. Because there's there's a lot of people that will just take your money <laughs> and give you a really shitty product, or you won't get anything at all. 
I mean, I've, that's why I always suggest to people when you go to the cons, man. Like, don't just buy stuff. Talk to the artists, get their cards and stuff. Find yep. out what kind of people are. Yeah. End up finding quite a few um, cool people you can trust to buy stuff from. Yeah, that's for sure. But yeah, so it, especially for a, like a good amount of the props, uh, if you want something more screen accurate, you're going to have to go to a, a private uh, seller. Um, that makes them and it's, it's honestly, it's my preferred way to go. I I, I don't have anything against, uh, like the stuff like that NECA would do for the, like the props and whatnot. Cause like, like I said, the, the Friday the 13th masks that they did, they're, they're pretty good for the price. I mean, they're pretty good. They're not, they're not great. Um, and you're def, like I said, you're definitely not going to want to wear them because number one, like, like I said, they're, they're very breakable, but on top of that, they're fucking heavy because they're resin. So I mean, you're not going to want to wear that thing for a long extended period of time. Like if you're going to a con or something like that, you're going to want to get something that's lighter that you're going to be able to breathe through because I mean, these suckers are thick and they're, they're just not meant for being worn, but on, on like, to kind of go along with the Jason masks, you have Freddy gloves. NECA actually oh. used to do Freddy gloves. So they did uh, the remake glove, which I actually have the remake glove, and I actually do like it. I've, I've, I hate the remake, so don't, don't get me wrong. I hate the remake uh, for Nightmare on Elm Street, but I love the look of the glove, and I love what NECA did. That was the first glove that they did for, for Freddy. But then after that, they did the original Nightmare on Elm Street, and they did uh, Dream Warriors. And they're all very good quality, and I have uh, two of the three. I don't have the Dream Warriors one. But on top of that, I mean, you can... And they, they sold those for, I think it was like $65 when they were released. So they weren't bad. I mean, they're, they're decent quality. They were metal, and it was like a simulated leather glove uh, for all of them. So it's it wasn't like a real leather glove or anything like that. And the, the metal was a little flimsy, so it's not like you'd want to take it out and wear it all the time or anything like that because you'd end up bending the knives or, you know, the, the blades on the end of them and whatnot. So, but, uh, you know, they don't make the gloves anymore and actually trick or treat studios. Who's done like the Halloween masks and whatnot for Michael Myers and all that lately, they started doing like the Freddy masks and they've started doing the Freddy gloves. So they've got a part one, part two, part three, and a part four. And they're, they're ranging about $199. And I don't know the quality on those, Um, but that's about the price that you would normally pay on the low end for like a, uh, a custom made one. And actually, if you're going to look at a Freddy glove, the one seller I would suggest, and it's the seller I've gone through multiple times is razorgloves.com. Uh, they've done, they've done him. He, he's a one man kind of operation. He's done an amazing job with, with the releases he's done. I've gotten, uh, basically a part one glove and like a a two-part one gloves like the normal one that you normally see freddie wearing but then also like one that came like as it was you know pulled out of the furnace when they did that scene with nancy and her mom down in the the basement and whatnot how it looked a a little darker and more grungy and whatnot so i had two of them made and i fucking love both of them and his prices are pretty good like for like the part one glove that's not screen accurate it's about 65 bucks and honestly it's better than quality than most of that you're going to find and probably even like the trick-or-treat ones that are $199 honestly it's like it's 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 amazing quality it's very fluid uh it's like ones i've brought to cons to wear and and whatnot and they're very comfortable 
real leather. It's it's like the whole Freddy glove thing is like a whole thing on its own. I could go into for hours, but uh, just to kind of leave it there, uh, you could definitely go like NECA or for any of the ones that they've released previously, but those are probably going to be price gouged or Trick or Treat Studios. Or I'm glad you miss it, mentioned Trick or Treat Studios, man. That was one of the ones I was going to mention just because of their mask. Like they make a lot of great masks. Yeah. I don't know about their gloves, but they're definitely like you can buy just about every Michael Myers mm-hmm. mask that exists. <laughs> Pretty much. And everything. I mean, Top to bottom, man. They're they're a little pricey at times, man. But I've seen the masks. Their their masks are high quality. Definitely worth. Yeah, I mean, for what you get for their masks, I mean, they're. I don't think their masks are priced that bad. Now, like their Chucky doll, that's a whole other story. Yeah, that's like a a fucking too expensive. So I've been uh, looking at razor gloves for a long time, and I just wanted to mention before we move on because I was just looking at their website. And he says he's no longer taking orders, which really sucks. Oh, so, really? Yeah, I was just looking at the website just now. So uh, if you have one from him, it's probably going to go up in value. <laughs> Dang, uh, that sucks. Because yeah, I, I don't his... know if that's just a COVID thing temporary or not. But he says he's only he says you can reach out to him for existing orders, but he's no longer accepting new orders. Oh, wow. I see that now. Yeah. He took his whole website down too. Yeah. Um, which is, re- I mean, maybe he's got something personal, or whatever, but it is a shame because he does really, really good work. Yeah. Damn. I know I'm holding on to those fuckers now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wanted that bus driver glove. I just never pulled the trigger. Yeah. Fuck, that sucks, man. Now I got to find a a new place to try to buy a Freddy glove from. <laughs> That's not going to charge me $400. <laughs> oh well. I'm okay with the two gloves for right now, so I don't it's not like I need another one right now. But yeah, Trick or Treat Studios, I mean, obviously they have the Halloween 1 mask, Halloween 2, Halloween 4, Halloween 5, <laughs> Halloween 6. They've got H2O. They got Resurrection. I don't. I don't know if they've got the Rob Zombie ones though. I'm not sure. But they have the 2018. They got Killer one. Clowns. Even mean by the whole freaking suit and everything. Yeah, that shit's freaking great. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You name it, they got it. You can even get wrestler masks there. I'm pretty sure, man. They got a few wrestlers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they've they kind of blew up, especially after they took that license for Halloween to make that yeah. uh, part two mask. Oh my god, they just like exploded and started getting all these IPs to to make stuff for, which is great. I mean, cuz honestly, before Trick or Treat Studios, you couldn't find a good like licensed Halloween mask anywhere like ever. Like there you always had to go with like the um special made ones, you know, from private uh sellers yeah. and whatnot and that was always a hassle and so expensive and then when when Trick or Treat came along and announced that they were doing, you know, Halloween. And don't get me wrong. I mean, it it's a $60 mask. It's not going to be perfect. But for what it is, it's the closest it's ever looked for anything licensed. Because I just remember back in the day, like, going to a fucking Target or something like that. Always seeing, like, the big-ass-headed Michael Myers masks that had, like, the gray lips and, like, this, like, receding hairline, just huge-ass eye holes and whatnot it's it was they were fucking terrible they're so bad i was so happy when they <laughs> finally got a good looking one license so 
Well, they they also are the ones that did the probably the best. What I've seen was for the uh, the good guy doll for Chucky. Yeah, they're extremely expensive though. Yeah, but they look great. I they mean, do. For um, sure. for a more affordable option, Spirit Halloween has one for a hundred dollars, and it looks really, really good. Yeah, I agree. My a only. Trick or ch- oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, my own, for a hundred dollars, it's really good. But my only complaint was the fucking legs don't bend. Yeah, you want to set them down in certain ways, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say Trick or Treat Studios even has the Scooby Doo stuff, man. They got some Scooby Doo masks. Yep. So. <laughs> I kind of want the creeper mask, man. <laughs> I'm gonna be a creeper. I want their uh, <laughs> Season of the Witch masks that they got. Yes. Yeah, those are my favorite too, man. I really want the pumpkin one, but they're all cool. Like <laughs> I always like the witch, the green yeah, nose. She looks cool, yep. Uh, yeah, they got a lot of stuff. They got a lot of good stuff now. Yeah, I didn't realize how much they had branched out. I haven't checked them out in a while, but they got yeah. busts, jewelry, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, they got a fuck ton of stuff. stuff. They started doing uh, Christmas ornaments, too. Oh, man. Christmas ornaments. I was going to bring this up later, but since you said Christmas ornaments, <laughs> everybody take the time out to look up the ornament guy. That's literally all you got to type in. He's got a website. He's got his own Facebook store, all that. He'll make your, he'll literally, he hand paints. It's only him. He hand paints every single one. He will do anything you ask for. Not even just horror. I don't give a fuck if you want. Like I've seen him do the president's horror movies. He does classic TV series. He He's um usually at Monster Mania, Chiller. He's at the, I think it's called the Christ and Kind Mart. Uh, uh, Christ and Kind Mart or something like that. It's this like month long thing they do in bethlehem pennsylvania where they sell nothing but old school christmas stuff but his work is just absolutely great man anything you can think of he'll like you just gotta communicate with him he'll make it for you if he doesn't already have it because he does so much stuff man i bought gremlins ornaments i got a prom night movie ornament from him nice yeah they're all hand painted he says like that's that's how i met him dude he was sitting behind his counter painting them i was like dude you do these all yourself and he's like yeah i'm like I, I became friends with him after that, but really great guy, really cool person, awesome products, man. He even had a Three Stooges one, man. I mean, it almost looked, you know, some of it, it depends on the detail, but that one, it looked like he had put a photo on the damn thing. Just, it was perfect. Man. Wow. It was a great Those guy. look fucking amazing. So, I had yeah, to get him really in there because he's great. So, And I think his prices are actually a little cheaper online than when you see him at the cons. So. Okay. Yeah, he's definitely worth the money. Man. We got several ornaments from him. So. Yeah, I'm gonna have and to. It's look hard to, that. you know, it's original, it's hand painted. Even the like, I want to get some just Christmas time ones because I think that would have, you know, you don't see those kind of ornaments anymore. So yeah, no, definitely not. Oh, that's so cool. I gotta check yeah, this they're... out. <laughs> huh? So I've been trying to start like collecting like. Uh, obviously horror themed Christmas ornaments too. Cause I, I know uh, last year bloody disgusting. Uh, I don't remember what site did it, but they had a dream warriors Christmas ornament. It was uh, the, the TV thing with Freddie's head and everything and her dangling, dangling from it. So it was a really cool <laughs> ornament and her like feet moved back and forth. 
Yeah, cool. So uh, it was a really cool ornament. So that, and I think I got a Michael Myers one, and I got yeah, a I few never different even ones. knew I wanted that until like I came across this guy. I was like, man, that is the most ingenious thing. But it, I mean, you got to have talent. But it's freaking great. Yeah. No, definitely. But um, yeah. I mean, another thing you know people could kind of look at for collecting too is pop vinyls. Pop vinyls are fucking cheap. And they've got everything. I mean, you've got, I've I've got stuff from like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the Thirteenth, uh, like almost any kind of like horror movie you can pretty much think of. I've got stuff from Hellraiser. <laughs> I mean, I've got probably, I think anywhere from one hundred and fifty to two hundred pop finals, and about seventy percent of them are like horror related or sci fi related. You know, you got some Ghostbusters and stuff like that. I've got, like, Scary Terry from Rick and Morty, which is great. I fucking love that. And so that's... My kids a, got some of their stuff. Yeah. I don't have any, unfortunately. They, yeah, they make literally anything. We have some from from video games. So we got, like, Overwatch. Mm-hmm. I got a Dungeons & Dragons one. I got some Jason ones. Yep. Uh, Batman and Harley Quinn. They just they make anything. It's I, it's called pop because it's pop culture. So anything from pop culture. They even got Fortnite ones. They got yep, old yeah. movies, Ghostbusters, Back to the Future. My daughter's got Groot and oh, yeah. his name Rusty from Stranger Things. Is that I can't think of his freaking name. I feel shameful right now. Dusty. Dusty. Dustin. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> called him Rusty. <laughs> That's hilarious. Thinking of Christmas vacation there. I was thinking, man, that sounds kind of right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't, man. I'll just go with it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not, I mean, uh, as far as collecting goes, I only buy, like, if I was to buy a pop, it's for something I really, really like. I yep. wouldn't want to collect them just because they take up so much space. I don't um, think they take up that much that space. It's not on his own, man. I've definitely seen, like, a lot of people. Yeah. There's always a big presence of those at the cons, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you there's usually, like, a whole wall of them at GameStop. Yeah. Yep. I mm. mean... I mean, you can get them anywhere. You can get them at Walmart, Target, like I said, GameStop. You can get them at uh, F- FYE. They have yep. them there. It's just anywhere. Anywhere they sell like entertainment stuff, they'll probably have at least a, an end cap of pop stuff. Exactly. <laughs> <Yep>. uh, <laughs> and it's cheap. I mean, it's freaking like $9 for oh, yeah. one of them. Unless you get like the bigger ones or like the diorama sets. Yep. Um they also make the uh like the DC villains uh game, pop mm-hmm. vinyl game, and they got like uh I think they got a Beetlejuice one. Um as far as like horror related, I don't know what else they would have, but like they do have the villains, which is really cool. Yeah. Um as a proprietor of board games myself, it looked like a pretty lame board game, but it'd be good for kids. Like if you want to play your kids, the pops look really cool. The the game itself is kind of, eh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it, uh, it looks more, it's, I think it's, it's like a family thing. Kids. Yeah. They're not trying to impress nobody. They just want um, kids to play. Spend their if money. you, <laughs> if you want a horror board game for collectibles and stuff, um, 
the Arkham games are awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're Lovecraftian stories because the Arkham is the city in the Lovecraft. And what else? Uh, the Horrified that I was telling you guys about last year. Yep. Or, yeah, yeah, last year. It's uh, Universal Monsters. It's cooperative. You guys are trying to save the town from the monsters. That's a lot of fun, too. Yeah, I still want that one. I still haven't done, gotten it yet. They also have that Evil Dead 2 the game, too, now, uh, which finally got fixed and released after yeah that was really cool the way they did that um i'm very happy to own that (laughs) i think we talked about that before yeah the uh the the kickstarter fell through everybody lost out and another company came in and saved the day and i hope the terminator 2 game comes out that would be great that'd be cool yeah Trivial Pursuit even did a couple um horror editions man yeah 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 and those 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 look pretty good yeah yeah, his games are, are huge, and yeah, especially board games and whatnot. But yeah, like I, I've never been much into collecting board games, but like I had to have that Evil Dead Two game when that was announced, and I I was one of the original backers, and I lost a lot of money on that. But when that came back, and I was able to get my my own copy for free because of that, that was really really cool. I'm I, I still supported them. I ended up buying their graphic novel. For Evil Dead 2 that they made, so I ended up getting that just to throw some money their way. So, uh, but yeah, I, I was so happy to get that after four years or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, very very. Board games are hard, man. I love board games. I love collecting board games. I love buying new ones. But you know, as an adult, it's really hard to find people that. A are want to play and B have the time to sit down and fucking do it. Yeah, right. That's always that's why I, I like me. I stick more to the family stuff because that's all the people that will play yeah. games with me. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. We've been playing life, not to sidetrack. Life's a fun game. <laughs> I love life. That's one <laughs> yeah. of my favorite uh, mainstream board games. Yeah, life, life and Clue. Um, yeah. Never been real big in Monopoly, but. That's just because yeah. everybody gets mad, and they do, especially at me, because I'm a Monopoly legend. Yeah, <laughs> I just get it's just annoying when people cheat. And... Yeah, there's so much crap people try, to do, and you don't yeah. have to, man. It's a yeah. straightforward game. It's like I don't want to have to take my shit with me to the bathroom, right? <laughs> yeah, they just don't know how to play. I don't cheat because I just like to win. <laughs> <laughs> I brag on Monopoly. If you can't tell, <laughs> oh, we can. <laughs> But what else do you guys they've got? They've got some cool additions of Monopoly too, man. Like they've been coming out with I think they even have like a Universal Monster ones. I know they just did a Ghostbusters one. They got a Beetlejuice one. Yeah. Okay. So that's pretty cool. I'll bring another one because we were talking about all the figures, man. These are more it's more of a doll, but it's something I again came across at at the convention. It's called the Living Dead dolls. They're yep. pretty cool looking stuff, and they goes into a lot of detail i mean they have their own lines i think they come out with which is their original designs but yep. they also do a lot of horror stuff my favorite that i saw was a pinhead one and i think they did a baghead jason one both of those were they're like cute but awesome at the same time if that makes sense yeah they're, they're pretty cool and cutesy and yeah and they really start like 20 30 dollars and, and, go and up they're to pretty the seem to be good prices. quality too yeah man. yeah um other figures, uh, uh, McFarlane Toys make some really good ones. Yep, and and the Toonie. I think they do the Toonie Terrors. That's NECA. 
That's NECA? Yep. Okay. And so one of them, it was either McFarlane or Mezco I was thinking of that did like the uh, the cinematic. Like they pick a scene out of a movie and they make a, a toy set for it. Like they did uh, with uh, Freddy sticking out of the wall above Nancy on huh. one of them. And Very cool. Um. Yeah, I, I think one of them was. Yeah, I saw one of them. It might. I'm think it might be Mezco toys. They did one with uh, Jason at the bottom of the lake. He was chained down, and he had Tommy Jarvis squeezing his head, and that one was really cool too. That's awesome. Yeah, Mezco makes some good stuff too. Yeah, Mezco has that one twelve line too, and I've I've got one of those and i've wanted to get more of them they're kind of similar to like the neca ones but they've got more articulation and they actually use cloth for the clothing versus just molded plastic and they they run about a hundred bucks so they're not terribly expensive um but they're not cheap either but they the quality is just outrageously good i mean they've because i've i've got the halloween one uh for 78 uh, for Michael Myers, and that one is incredible. I was talking to Ted a little bit about this beforehand, uh, but but that one came with like it had like either four or five sets of hands. It had like two different knives. It had uh, it might have had one or two separate heads, and then it also had an alternate head that was the 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 ghost sheet with Bob's glasses on it that you could put on it. So it had all that. It had a pumpkin that lit up and it had like the Judith Myers tombstone included with it. So all that for about a hundred bucks. And like, they do a good job with the clothing too. When you think like the, you know, actual cloth clothing for toys or something like that, it's not going to be a very good quality, but they do a incredible job with it. So for a hundred bucks, it's, it's not a bad deal. And it's like a one twelve scale figure. So, it's not not bad at all. So yeah, they That's Mesco cool. does some good stuff too. I can't tell y'all who make them, but I know there's a lot of model kits out there for like Alien and Predator. Mm-hmm. Besides just the mainstream comic book <laughs> stuff, but they do quite a few of the horror figures. I've never bought one, but I've always been kind of interested. In it. It'd be fun to sit down and fuck with a big ass mother alien thing like that, right? Or something. <laughs> Nice. How about t-shirts, man? I, mean, I don't know if that's really a collectible, but it's definitely something to waste your money on. That's hard. So. God, fright rags, <laughs> cavity oh, colors, fright cavity rags, colors, man. and fright rags. Fright rags, I've gotten a little bored with, but they got some cool stuff, man. And Gutter I, garbs is one no one ever really talks about. That yeah, does some good stuff. That's a good one. I, I, I know I've talked about it a couple of times on the podcast, but uh, Atomic Cotton. Atomic yeah. Cotton yeah. does an amazing job with their with their shirts and whatnot, and they have a lot of great designs, and they're comfortable shirts, and they last longer. Honestly, I think the quality for Atomic Cotton is better than Fright Rags for like the shirts and like the printing and whatnot. I've just had better luck with those lasting longer than yeah. I have with Fright Rags. So, Rotten Cotton is a decent one too. They don't do a lot of new stuff recently, man, but they still have every design that they've ever released. So, and I mean, they go from hard to exploitation to just straight up offensive. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, like they got a bumper sticker that says 
I fucked your honor roll student and things like that. Oh, or my son fucked your honor roll student, something like that. <laughs> but and there's another one, man. They're a little bit hard, but again, this is more on the offensive line. It's called T-shirt hell, which I'm not a big fan of their stuff, but they have a baby lineup called Baby Hell. Yeah, where it's just stuff for the babies, which I think is fucking hilarious. If you like some of that stuff, like stuff that says I ate my twin and. <laughs> where's the whiskey tits and silly shit like that but. <laughs> so if you're fun and have a baby you're going to win it's worth a look <laughs> that's great um i was going to bring up a uh, creepy company because they have ah, really, thank you man why do i always forget them they, they have some really cool rugs and they also have a bunch of enamel pins and okay. Now they're doing face masks, stickers, buttons, keychains. They kind of have an old school feel to a lot of their stuff, too. That's why I like them. I love their rug with uh, Jason sticking his hand out and he's coming out (laughs) of the water. I love that. And they had a t shirt, too, that was something like, we're we're creepy or something like that. I love their stuff. They got a, instead of a welcome mat, it says, sorry, we're dead. (laughs) I still want that. That's a great one. I remember looking at these guys a while ago. Like they even did a lineup of it was supposed to be vintage Halloween looking stuff, and it has that old sixties, seventy. I can't remember the guy that was making all those designs back then, but they're definitely Mark's right, man. They're definitely worth checking out. Oh yeah, they had the VHS cover throw blankets. That's what I was looking at on here before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, I saw those going around on uh, Facebook when they came out, and they look really cool. They're just like the individual movies, VHS slipcover. Um, yes. We mentioned it in the news when we first started, but if your uh, giftee is into music, go to uh, Waxwork Records and pick up some of them LPs. They're, those are really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great gift, I would say. If you're, you know, whoever you're buying for is into like scoring movies or things like that. Amazon too, man. If you go and look in the book section, like just type in one of the books, like Crystal Lake Memories, and see some of the recommend. They got a lot of great horror books. Just yep. especially if you don't know about movies, like one I picked up a long time ago, Nightmare USA, was a is a great one. To a lot of exploitation independent shit that you would, wouldn't really know about unless you flip through it. And there's the Never Sleep Again. That's the Nightmare on Elm Street. There's just a whole lot of stuff you could find in horror on that. Yeah. Posters, too, man. Like, I know some people, and I don't blame, like, posters is a huge collection market for the original movie release posters. But if you don't have the extra money to, you know, get an original Nightmare on Elm Street and spend three, four hundred dollars on god knows what and end up getting maybe ripped off man you can spend like five or six bucks and just get reprints yep yeah and they look sometimes they look better (laughs) yeah so i mean i (laughs) you know may not be on the collectible side but most of my movie posters are reprints just because i love the movie i love the design so yeah exactly anything else Oh man, if like I just wanted to add one thing that's not collectible or Blu-ray or comic related because Black Friday's coming up and people are do a lot of their Christmas shopping. 
Man, if you have a horror fan that you don't know what to get for them, you just can't pin it down. We're not helping you out. The the one of the safest bet for me personally, as if I got this as a gift, it would be a perfect gift. Buy them a movie ticket. Get them a gift card to go see a movie because that's what we love the most. That's why we're here. Yeah. We love movies. Yeah, you can definitely get movie certificates. Yeah, that'd be a, that's a great gift for a movie fan. So here, go watch a movie. Yeah. Or if you can't, if you live somewhere where you can't, uh, run a movie with them. Sit, go, go buy some popcorn. Like we're gonna watch, you know, whatever movie you want. Get them a Shutter s- subscription. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely ideas out there. Well, I tell you, man, too. If you just hit the wa- any toy aisle in any of the places, oh, you're yeah. bound to find one or two things you didn't expect. Like, I found the alien eggs I think Mark got a while back at Walmart when I was just randomly looking through the toy shop. Yeah. From alien, you know. It's like a little containment unit, mm. and it's got alien eggs in it. Yeah, <laughs> they came in a little, like, they look like a, an actual egg carton. Yeah. yeah in a little four was. pieces, yeah. It's really <laughs> cool. They got, like, nutritional facts on it and, <laughs> and you know instructions for if you get sick and <laughs> it's really it's really cool um yeah that was actually a good idea something i, d- I didn't bring up is uh loot crate horror man buy a month of that that's got yeah. all kinds of cool just grab bag stuff that's where those came from like i got a well i didn't get it my girlfriend got it and she wasn't really big it had those eggs in it it had a a Q fig of the alien that glows in the dark. It's got a action figure of Dallas from the original movie, and it came with a limited edition uh, uh, graphic novel compilation of the original series of Aliens made by Dark Horse. Nice. And it's it's really cool. It's got the edges around it. You so you know some of the books have like metallic edges. Well, instead of golden metallic, it's all like uh, I don't know. It's like some kind of blue. I don't know how to. Okay. It's, it's not like a, a a sky blue, but it's close. And the whole book is themed blue, and it's just the whole compilation. It's really cool. So, loot horror does some really cool stuff from time to time. It's been a while since yeah, I've tried doing a them. good hard crate. That's awesome. That's for sure. They're they're kind of hard to find though nowadays. Yeah, nerd crate. Ever since they've been gone, a lot of them fell under man. Oh, nerd block. God. Yeah, nerd block. Yeah. Yeah, I ha- I used to have that horror block. I did that for, I think from the beginning up until right before it stopped like a, i think a few months before. yeah i didn't discover and actually spend money on it till right before they went out of business so i was disappointed <laughs> i got a lot of I good stuff they, from them yeah they did good stuff though they just i guess didn't know how to spend the money right no but now they're owned by NECA, so <laughs> <laughs> who knows if they're gonna bring back the crates or not but <laughs> this is random dude because i know we're about to finish up but toy snobs did a thing called it's a just type in Toy Snobs TGIF. You'll probably find them. And it's a little T-shirt they came out with. It looks like the old metal shirts. Or not the old metal. Any metal shirts. Metal shirts from now. But it's got all the TGIF shows on the back of it. Written in metal style. Got pictures of some of the shows from then on it. Hmm. Corny, but cool. So I just I think it's great. For the hell of it. So. 
Yeah, I think it's a great show. The metal, the writing of the shows and metal script or whatever you want to call that. Right. Looks fucking awesome. Family matters with the upside down cross. So. <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right. Well, uh, we would always love, as always, to know what you guys think. You can feel free to let us know on Twitter, Facebook, or uh, Instagram, all at CLS Podcast. Um, we do appreciate you guys checking out this week's episode. And are there any final words of wisdom as we leave? When Crazy Ralph tells you to fucking leave, leave, man. Yeah. Anytime a fucking backwoods hillbilly. Crazy kinda. old man. Right. Just get away. That's scary enough in itself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whenever he starts drinking, he starts spouting his gospel. <laughs> <laughs> not spilling a week in court. <laughs> he spends a week in jail, not spending a day in court. Yep. <laughs> so good. The other right. old guy just had a freaking eyeball. I mean, yep, that's true. Rufus, I give them all my own names. They're all cousins of Ralph. But... Yeah, he told me he wanted me to have this. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us today for the CLS podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers. Campers.